This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my God, just start the show. Hello everybody, we have a bad ASS guest on today. <laughs> I've never been referred to as a badass before. I like no, it. I didn't refer no, to you as a bad ASS. I said bad ASS. I get, I still, since I'm a kid, get awkward to, sw- to swear. Oh, I do not. But I... <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm still at the point where, like, I actually do swear a lot, but I like kind of feel like cool when I do it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You're like, like if I'm doing something I shouldn't be. Yeah. If I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, oh, like I just said the f word, and then and then if it ever slips out in front of my mom or dad, I'm like, sorry. Like I like, and they literally don't care in the slightest. But anyway, yeah, I'm in my 30s, whatever. Um, So we just ended up having like an hour long conversation right before this with you for your podcast. Mm -hmm. And isn't it so weird when you like we've literally never met you, but don't you feel like we're friends right now? Oh, yeah. Comfortable. Totally. I'm full comfortable with Renee. And I literally met her an hour ago. And she's like, no, I, the fact, I don't feel that way. <laughs> also, the fact that you guys live in the Toronto area, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. like why aren't we It's so friends? weird. Yeah. 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 You thought we were from the United States of America because we were on America's Got Talent. As our, I don't know if our listeners know. Um, <laughs> they, do, they do. We've mentioned it 5,000 times. Um, but you thought we were from there because Kayla didn't answer the Instagram I'm question. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. It's okay. I really failed with you. I'm usually like really on it and organized and... It kind of worked out know. though because then when I was looking at Stacy's website, I was so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Whereas oh, if you would have said, good. oh yeah, we're Eastern Standard Time too, like we're in the GTA, I would have been like, hmm, okay, Boring. Not, not very exciting. Yeah. But when I found that information out on my own, I was like, mind what? Yeah. <laughs> like... It made it okay. We actually did that on purpose. We were like, you know what? (laughs) Jokes on you. Let her naturally find out. She'll figure it out. She'll (laughs) feel closer to us at that point. No, it's it's. um, We're sorry. I'm sorry on Kayla's behalf. Okay. Um, Also, let's introduce who we're speaking to right now that we've become best friends with. They know her. They know her. (laughs) Okay, so we have Renee on from the Mom Room podcast. How do you say your last name? So Rena is my middle name. Rena. We're calling you Renee this whole time. (laughs) No, Renee Rena. Oh, is okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. We've been calling you Renee for the last two hours, and now your name is Rena. Okay, sorry, Renee. Okay, so we're right about so, Renee yeah, on Instagram is Renee Rena, but yeah. that's actually your middle name. Okay. Yes. So my last name is Greno, but oh. people assume that my last name is Rena because that's what because of your social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, I find that isn't our dad especially does this. He'll be like, like, so my Instagram is Stacey K Music, for example. Just say he didn't know who I was. He'd be like, uh, do you know that girl Stacey K Music? Like he says full, full handles. Stacey K Music. And I'm like, you're saying like, that's not the name. Like you're saying yeah. the full thing, but he calls them like, yeah. And like, there's this, uh, it's the funniest. Uh, you know, when you start telling a story and then you know it's going to be boring. <laughs> that is exactly what I just how I was like going to okay. tell it. I'm like, it's going to be boring. We're moving on. Anyway. Okay. 
So, <laughs> please. Okay, so Renee, we want to, it, it's funny because we just like had a whole conversation, but I, now the tables have turned and we want to ask you so many questions because yeah. okay. we just talked for hours. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, you said that you were kind of on a different path and then COVID hit mm. and you started your whole podcast career. So can you just kind of, first of all, explain who you are yes. and then explain that whole situation about what you were doing and then how you started this podcast? Hit us. Give it to us. Okay. So my name is Renee. Um, I'm 36. I have a lovely husband and a three-year-old son. Um, So my husband and I met, he was in residency. He's a physician. And I was in, I was doing my PhD and we met on Plenty of Fish. Oh, classic. Classic. (laughs) Um, So I got pregnant Right, like a year before, no, like a few months before we were getting married and it was in the middle of, not in the middle, closer to the end of my PhD program. We got married, I had Milo, and then I took the full year maternity leave from my PhD program. Then we moved to the GTA. Milo started up in daycare here. I went back to school, finished my PhD, and then a few days, literally days before quarantine like was a thing in Toronto, I finished my PhD. So wait, I have a question. I'm like, obviously don't have a PhD. So like, <laughs> why, why, because I don't quite understand what a PhD is. So when you have a PhD, like this might be a really dumb question, especially for someone who has a PhD. But like, <laughs> do you have a PhD in something? Psychology. Or is it just, oh, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you do have a PhD. Yeah. Like, the, like everyone, if they say I have a PhD, it's in something. Something, yes. So like you okay. could have a PhD like in biology and mathematics and like, you know, all, that's okay. what I, that's what I was thinking. I was just con- I was just confirming the yeah. thought. You know, sorry, I should have been more. I should have given more details. No, 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 no. It's so bad ass to say you have a PhD. I don't care what it's in. Yeah, and <laughs> but, I think like people see me on social media and especially on TikTok, and they're like, "You have a PhD?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Wait, what's the thing where you can start calling people a doctor? PhD. You so you're you're Doctor Renee. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like, she okay, can wait, say, so- like, please, like, if I was, like, it, like on our podcast, we can say, like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Renee. Dr. Dr. Renee. You forget how to pronounce your last name. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you finished your PhD, like, three days before uh-huh. COVID started. Yeah. So it was like, yay, congratulations. You've been working so hard for 10 years, like, in school. You finished and now you're stuck at home with oh, your no. toddler. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I obviously wasn't looking for a job at that point. I was home with Milo. My husband's a physician, so he was doing his regular job all through quarantine. Um, and then I started making TikToks. I started posting more like mom related content on Instagram and then started the podcast. So that so did all you happened. start with like <clears throat> zero follow like or sorry, like a couple hundred followers and then just did this? Zero followers on TikTok because I had just started it. And then yeah. on Instagram I was like, I don't know, maybe three thousand. That's crazy. Yeah. This is probably infuriating to Kayla because Kayla's been trying to get TikTok famous for a long time now. No, I you're over. I it go now. through stages. Yeah. <laughs> I love TikTok and I because I got like one video that was like I like to call it viral, but it was only like seventeen thousand, and I was like, "It's it, I've made it." But then, not what now? Yeah. It's like 
we're lucky if we get like freaking like a hundred views. And yeah. I, I hate it now. I, I hate TikTok. I know. But I'll be back. It's a love hate. It's like, but what? I'll be back. I'll be back about probably next week. Actually, I just posted one yesterday. But I'll be back. Like she's so. So you went from because this that's really interesting to me because I do have like a bit of an obsession with like I I always like look at followers and and I mean. I don't judge people on that. It's just with our podcast, I get, I'm like looking at our downloads and looking at our followers, whatever. Mm. So that's so interesting that you went from basically nothing to two years later, the amount of followers you have in, on TikTok and Instagram, like that's wild. Yeah. And that's all just from like posting real videos of yourself in your everyday life. Be yeah. honest. Do you hate it though? Do you hate doing it now that you know you have to because you have a following? No, I love it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, making TikToks is like, so fun my jam when i was little i used to play like audios on the computer and record myself like lip syncing and making little videos like i shit you not if i was born a little bit later in life i would be a youtube star 100 percent. you invented tiktok i (laughs) this is what i'm trying to say you did but you just didn't like get the money for it yeah i used to do like cooking shows in my kitchen like how i ended up the only reason i ended up doing grad school because people are always shocked they're like you do social media now and you have a phd like you're not going to use your phd and it's like I wasn't one of those people that was so like, I'm hardcore passionate about what I'm doing and I'm going to, you know, go into this research field and change like the world. And like, I never had that. I was like, you just did it to like do it. (laughs) I did it because I hated working. I love being in school. Like I'm a professional school student. Like I'm good at it. And I was getting paid for it. Like I was TAing. I had scholarships, like funding. So why wouldn't I? I got to travel all over the place to go to conferences. And so why would I leave school? There's one thing about school that is very interesting, even like high school. Like it's when you grow up and you have all these like stresses in life and you have to make your decisions and stuff. I sometimes think back to school and I was so stressed out in my program because our, our schedule was wild. But at least you were almost like told where to be. Yeah. This is all you had to concentrate on. This you you were not allowed to be anywhere else but there. And it's almost like that. Like, and I always feel so guilty confessing this, but it's almost like when we went in quarantine and we weren't allowed to leave. It mm. par- in the beginning, part of it was almost like a relief. I think yeah. that's kind of how you felt too, Kayla. It's yeah. like we're not allowed to leave, so. Okay. Like, yeah. okay. Like, I can't. My job, my musical theater show, it's canceled. I cannot get a job right now. So you are not allowed to be stressed about it. So <laughs> it's interesting when you say that because like school, sometimes people find passion in going to school because the structure is fun. Structure. It is fun sometimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And wow. like you kind of, your schedule is flexible. Like you don't really have to answer to many people, like you're very much so working independently. Yeah, you don't have a boss yet. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, it's really a good life if you are good at it. You know, you yeah. don't want to like struggle through passing classes and whatnot. But like, I was yeah. good at it, so I stayed doing it. The other day, I had to fill out a form, and it was like, "What is your job title?" and um, I was like, I'm like, I'm self-employed, like, cause I'm, I am self-employed. See, like, I never, all- this is interesting that you say that because I never know. I used to always put like grad student, PhD student, but now that I'm doing this, I never know what to put. So I, that's interesting that you just said that because I've never thought yeah. to put self-employed. I'm like, 
podcast social media. Yeah, yeah that's People what I People never know what that means. So like you literally just put like job title, self-employed. Like you're allowed to say that and you're allowed to do whatever. And this is never the case. This was like a very specific thing. But like it wouldn't let me move on in the um, form unless I said what my job position was. Mm. And so it was like it, it was like uh I can't remember my options, but one of my options was CEO. And I'm like, I am the CEO of my company. Like, I am. Like, I am. Like, yeah. I know it's like a smaller company, but I am the CEO. So I had to put, like, CEO of self-employed. Like, how loserish is that? But I, like, clicked it and, like, grinned and then, like, couldn't wait to get to the next page. <laughs> but, like, that, yeah, you definitely have to put, um, there's also, like, perks and stuff to being self-employed, especially when filling out forms, because you just, like, there's parts that they're just like, yeah, I don't know what you'd say here, so you don't have to fill it out. Yeah. Like, I never, I my filling out is so quick. Self-employed. Boom. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs> um, so it almost sounds like, in a way, like, this was, like, a blessing in disguise. Because yeah. it sounds like now you're doing what your passion was. Yeah. No, for sure. And I can't imagine, like, the idea was, like, oh, great, we're going to live in the GTA. Like, there's so many job opportunities for me downtown. But little did I know that... We're 45 minutes from downtown. We have a three-year-old. My husband's a freaking physician who's like so busy and on call all the time. Why I thought I could commute to downtown and work a (laughs) full-time job with a three-year-old, I don't know. But it kind of ended up working out because my husband, like he got his job here. So we moved here. I, it's not like we were in a position where I had a full-time job and so we had that income already. It's like mm-hmm. I was in school. Yeah. So it just kind of like... It's not like you took a huge pay. Yeah, like we just kind of eased yeah, yeah, yeah. into it. Yeah. Like we weren't living a certain lifestyle where we relied on two incomes. Like we yeah, were always exactly. just living on his and then now I'm making money do what I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And so it just kind of ended up working out. But if I had just gotten a job... And started working like a research position or something. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be doing this. So it's kind of like I'm yeah, kind of happy that it happened. I yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. People don't realize. So my so now that I've moved to Cambridge, my boyfriend commutes. He's a teacher in Toronto. He teaches at a private school in Toronto. And his commute on the subway from our house, we lived in like midtown Toronto was an hour and 10 minutes on the subway and for him and that and that was just like we could drive downtown on in the middle of the night say in 15 minutes but you're going during work hours right so you have to get on the bus and then you have to get on the subway whatever took him like an hour or more and then for him to drive it takes like an hour and 15 minutes so like yes we moved farther away but it's it's the same almost thing, takes yeah. the same amount of time to commute. And I think people don't realize that um, even so even though you lived 45 minutes away, like your commute would have been so long. But even if you lived closer than that, yeah. it, it, there's it's now so there busy. are more people to compete with that all live in the downtown core. And you have to give yourself over an hour to travel anywhere, really. Ugh, like, yeah, unless you know, because if you live at like Union Station, you're then going to have to go somewhere else for something else. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, living in the city is fun, but it's. It takes you a long time to get around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and okay, wait, how, I'm so curious about this. How many hours a day do you spend on TikTok? Because Stacey and I have gotten into this before. <laughs> I don't. My like usage of TikTok has gone down like since quarantine because I'm so busy with the podcast and with Instagram stuff. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while, I'll go on and I'll watch TikToks for like 45 minutes because that's how you kind of stay knowing what the Relevant. trends are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, but so, you want to know how often she's actually I want to know, them. like, how long does it take you to make a video? Or how long? Oh, like, literally, my son and I made one today in, like, 30 seconds. Like, it depends on what it is. Most of them are yeah. very, very quick. Yeah. But can I say something to make Kayla... May, I don't know what your answer is going to be, so let's see who is right. But can you imagine having a full-time job plus mm. doing your podcast and TikTok? No, no. My podcast is a lot... Like the podcast is a lot and yeah. I don't even like I now send out my editing. I have someone running the podcast like Instagram account. Like I have people helping me do stuff and it's still like just the admin setting up guests. I do a solo episode every week. So that takes time as well. Yeah. And it's just like emails. Like yeah. I have so many fucking emails. <laughs> like. <laughs> And, and Kayla's always feeling guilty that we're not these like TikTok stars no, yet. Just, and I'm like, Kayla, you have a full time job. Yeah. I edit the podcast. We mm. have to run Instagram. We have to answer the emails like that. We've decided as a duo that we can handle the work in between us. But it's like, yeah, that's why we're not TikTok stars yet. Kayla, yeah. just yeah. give us time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. like I spend most of my time doing because it's like it's one thing to create the TikTok, especially let's say it's just a TikTok of me talking. Okay. So me talking. Now we have the captions option on TikTok, which is great. So that takes care of that. Post it on TikTok, copy the link, upload it to a different app that I have, save the video so it doesn't have the watermarks. Now I upload it to, to Instagram, fill out the caption, put in all my hashtags, post that, post it to my stories. Like, da, 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 like it's a whole fucking it's so, thing. Yeah. And so I'm and doing that. And you have to that. commit to like constant, like yes. once you're, once, you know, you have attention on TikTok, if you stop, you fail. Like yeah. you have to keep going. So And like that little like routine, like I do that like four times a day. And then I post That's a real, yeah, then I post a reel for the podcast account once a day. And then I story my day on Instagram, like throughout the entire day. And then if I want to do like written a written post on Instagram. Now I have to sit and write that, edit photos, like, and then the fucking emails. Like, there's so <laughs> many emails. I never thought I would be the kind of person that was like, I, I'm literally just not responding to these emails, but that's literally yeah. who I've become. And <laughs> yeah, crazy. emails. Yeah. Note I, to self, do not email. Do not email her. <laughs> I hate emails so much too. And I am also, like we said, self-employed. So like, I'm also, I always say, Kayla, you have a full-time job. I have a full-time job too, but it's just weird because it's not like, there's no structure to the hours. Yeah. I'm just like, like the, the life of a singer is so fun and an actor is so fun, but it's also the most stressful thing because you're just constantly always looking for the next job right mm -hmm. so it's like i get my job boom 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 i have my job and then you're like emailing 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 to try to get the next one it's so annoying i hate yeah. emails too uh <laughs> and i think a lot of people in my position are doing similar to what you're doing but for brand partnerships right right yes so i've had people ask me before like do you reach out to brands to like partner with them i'm like holy shit i didn't know that was a thing like yeah. people contact me a lot and now like i'm doing a trial with uh, an agency so that they take care of all that stuff cuz again i don't want to do the admin email stuff yeah i know so and it's hard to know, too, like when you start a podcast, it's not like you're fully educated in like, how do you run a perfectly <laughs> successful podcast? So like there are things like 
like the thing you just said, I didn't know there was an agency that could potentially help us with our sponsorships because we do that ourselves. Like a network? Yeah, yeah, I used to have to do that too. Like reaching out for people to sponsor the podcast, like doing, setting up the ads, like then taking payment from them. It's like, holy shit, like it's a lot. So, but you guys should join like a podcast network. That's what I did. And they take over all of that. (laughs) Okay, so if someone could just if someone could just call us, call no, I'm us just up. Kidding. I'm just kidding. We, well, but but that's the thing. Sometimes it's hard to know what to look for if you didn't know it was there in the yeah. first place. And Kayla, Kayla and I have spent hours researching things, and then it's like, oh, I yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. But yeah. I think, and that's why I, we have to constantly remind ourselves, like. We figured out, like, I trained myself how to edit. We figured out how to do this. We have perfect equipment. We have a, behind us, we have a music studio. Like, it's like, we did, we took all these steps, but, you know, it takes time. How long it have does. you been doing your podcast for? Like, when was the exact time that you started? I started July 1st, Canada Day, in 2020. We actually just started last month, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first I episode. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Welcome to our first episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to call my sister. Um, okay, tell us about, well, first, I want to let everyone know that you named your child Milo after yes. Milo from This Is Us, which yes. I love so What's much. What's the actor's name? Milo Ma- Ventimiglia, Ventimiglia or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We found out while we were doing uh, the interview for your podcast that Kayla named her child after Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. and you named your child, not after him, but you saw his name and you're like, yeah. that's Ooh, a cool I like name, that name, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so tell us about your son. I love hearing about, like, other people's kids. Like, what's he like? What are you like as a mom? Like, tell us about all of that. I am super calm. It's funny because, like, I'm naturally an anxious person. But I find as soon as I got pregnant, I just, like, I don't know if it's because I was doing so much yoga, but I just, like, became this (laughs) calm person. Wow. And... I find like when Milo gets like temperamental or he's like having a tan, like a meltdown, I like, like shut down and I, I like get oh. so calm. It's so weird. Sometimes That's like I, the opposite of what people usually yeah, do. Okay. Sometimes I lose my shit. Like when <laughs> it is, and this is what I always tell people. I had a whole podcast episode about whining actually, because I can handle the tantrums and the meltdowns. No problem. Doesn't bother me. If yeah. you whine, like this week he's been sick and at home with me, whining nonstop, actual rage. Like yesterday, I was in the front closet texting my husband. I'm like, I'm literally in the front closet. Oh, like, like you I, put yourself in there. Oh, like yeah. Like I, I whipped my slippers into the closet. Like I was like shoving things around, like rage inside of me because my like just nonstop. Like, like when you're saying, yeah, like when you're saying whining, like, is he like, like mom? Yeah, yeah. So it's like today. This is what it was. It was like, I want to watch the Dino Show. Okay, what Dino Show do you want to watch? Not this one. Okay, and which you're like, show do you want to watch? It normally, yeah. Like, what show do you want to watch? <laughs> that one, the Lego one. No. Okay, do and you want to like watch that like just this tone one? of voice bugs oh, you so much? Like non fucking stop. And then <laughs> when I anything like because he's in a a pissy mood because he's sick it's like yeah okay do you want to have an applesauce no it's like you would think that i like slapped him i'm like yeah, i'm like just, just asked him offering you some treats like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the funniest crazy. thing about you right now is that like i can tell that you're a calm person and you're like so like you, you make me calm because you're calm but as you're talking about this and doing the impression of the whining you're living it like you're yeah. like i can see your eyes getting annoyed thinking about you know why because this this has been my week and 
like it's been like a stressful whiny day and so yeah, yeah. so, so funny you, were you saying, should ask that question <laughs> you were saying he's been sick so he hasn't been able to go to daycare so you're stuck at home with him yes all week long yes and that is like i i like i said i have two boys and like it's so crazy how you can just like love them. You do love them more than anything in the world. But like, I've never despised two human beings <laughs> yeah. more at the same time. Yeah. Often, and it's like it'll like flip a switch. Like one oh. moment, I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like yeah. rage inside, and then the next moment, he's like walking upstairs, and I'm patting his bum, like, like he's the cutest so freaking cute. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's Have nuts. your kids ever made you cry? Have you ever cried? Kayla? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I thought it was going to be. Obviously. I thought it was going to be like, oh, let me think about it. You both confidently It was said more. Yes. It was when they were younger for me. So yeah. mine are eight and five. Now, I remember when I was trying to do, because I had, ter- they uh, they were both terrible sleepers when they were really like newborn to basically like three. And I remember just sitting on my porch crying yep. so hard because I was trying to do like sleep training where you like le- put them in the... I was going to say put them in the crate. <laughs> the crate. Put them in the crate. Lock them in the crate. Put them in their crib and they just cry it out because I was I was stuck with what to do. I had tried everything else and I just cried and Wait, cried there's, so there's, and cried. There's a, so you tried all the crib training ways and then you it didn't work. So then you you have to leave them and just I just tried. I, some people find it really cruel and some yeah. people – but I, to me, it's like to eat your own, do it what is good but for you. But I know your personality and I bet you you were stressed the whole time that they were actually crying for a different reason. Oh, right? 100 percent you're i was i was devastated i felt horrible leaving my little baby cry and then i remember i gave in one night and i set it all back and i screwed everything over and i had to do it all over again and it took me maybe it was maybe a week and they were good and they slept ever since really i just remember crying so hard but not now that they're older not as much what is is he see and i remember everyone says like terrible twos but for me it my oldest monroe it was when he was three that was the worst so was your like what's milo like i didn't find two very bad even now i find like he has his moments like a couple weeks ago he went through this phase where every single evening like around bath time or before bed he would have just like a meltdown and it wasn't even (laughs) like he was being bad he was just so emotional and like i felt bad you know like yeah yeah yeah. and then it makes me sad because i'm like some people probably like their toddlers behave in that way and they like lash out at them or get upset at them and i like I felt bad for him. You I was like, ba- yes. he's having such a difficult time. Like, and I would just hug him and let him cry. And like, there wasn't really anything you could do. But yeah, well, this so it's is like what, phases. This is, yeah, this is not, <laughs> like what you just said is interesting because um, Chris and I were talking about this the other day. Like, I think I'm a pretty patient person in life with like dogs and kids and my job and like everything. Not Stacey. Maybe. Not. Wait, if you think of, pa- I get. I get angry. Are you being I'm impatient not... with me right now? <laughs> yes. Um, but I think when it comes to like my like kids today, and stuff. Today we were in traffic and you were like, I could vomit because the traffic was <laughs> so Oh, but that's because so we were going to be late for you. Traffic you said you were count. feeling like you were going to throw up because yeah, you were so count. impatient at the I don't say, I'm not saying I don't have anger issues. I'm saying I'm not, I'm patient. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, now you made me lose my track of thought. Okay. I was, what I was going to say you was. You were talking. We were talking about this and how how we think that I think that I'm a pretty patient person and they can get me to this level of 
like I said, like I despise it and I just want to like freaking like, yeah. I don't want to say terrible words, but I was going to say like kill them or something. But oh my God. No, I, just, no, <laughs> I don't, don't know what say, I mean. I don't want to say terrible, but I, but I mean do wanna like kill them. No. kill them. But then I imagine people that don't have patience or people yeah. that Oh my have God, we're these, the same person. It's like, <gasps> no, but you think about it and you're like, I can't, I, if they can get me to this level, can you imagine yes. the people that are already at that level having to go Wait, above yes. that? And then that's why people like you hear of people like hitting their kids oh, and stuff. Oh. And it's like so sad and horrible. But like, I was going to say, it's funny that you said you guys are the same person because like you're not the same. You're the chill version of <laughs> Kayla. Like, okay. Also, on uh, Renee's podcast, we were talking about how Renee and I are basic bees and Stacey's like the. The quirky... I'm unique. I'm quirky. <laughs> right? But, like, maybe... You know what? I think we just need to accept that we're basic bees and live our life. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But I'm saying, like, Kayla, do you think that you guys are the same? Or do you think she's, like, the cooler, chiller version that we wish we were? But it's 100%. interesting. Like, I feel like we have the same thoughts. Because For I sure. think that all the time. And I've never... I don't know if I've verbalized it to anyone. But I think that all the time. Like, Renee, you are so, like self-aware and like able to regulate your emotions and you get this ragey inside yeah so what about people who have like legit like temperament issues or yeah yeah, oh my god like kids must just drive you yes like to the they can make you a different person Mm -hmm. and that's why you hear all those sad stories too but then you start thinking too what is that kid gonna turn out like that it's it freaks it's a me out. Cycle. Yes, mm-hmm. that that trips me out always because if a child has a bad life, then they're probably going to be like, you know, parents that that are the exact same way and give their child a bad life. And then like sometimes I know, Kayla, you work in like the school board and stuff. And if you ever see a parent that you're like, oh, they're not being a very good parent, they probably didn't have good parents either. So it's yeah. like it is this vicious circle of like. Yeah. Like, it's so sad. But you yeah. guys, I'm saying you guys because I don't have kids, but like, you just have to do, I guess, the best that you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, and I know we are. So do you, do you, so tell us what your podcast is about. Just explain what that, like, I don't know if it's about. Whoa, get your thoughts so together. So sorry. I literally cannot speak right now. <laughs> so tell us about your podcast. Okay. <laughs> the podcast. So basically, when I started making TikToks and the things that I would talk about on TikTok or like make little funny videos about people really related to. So I was like, yeah. oh, let's start a podcast where I actually have full on conversations about things like this, like with experts or other moms, whatever. So and then I have solo episodes as well, where I just kind of rant about different things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have episodes on everything like I have a whole episode with a specialist on rage in motherhood because it's a legit thing and so interesting things like that things like with like child nutritionists um Mm -hmm. child behavior specialists the one that comes out on like this next week is on like wine culture in motherhood it's so good with a a what do you mean expand (laughs) (laughs) so we the only reason I wanted to do this topic on the podcast was because during quarantine I used to make a lot of TikToks where it was comedy but the the joke was like like centered around wine okay so like okay okay okay. yeah (laughs) you know and it was very common in quarantine like to see those kinds of comedies yeah yeah yeah, yeah, on TikTok 
And then someone reached out to me on Instagram, actually, super nice DM from this girl who had previously had issues like with alcohol. She was a mom, all this stuff. And she just kind of explained how uh, like there's this culture around like motherhood and drinking wine and it's like kind of toxic and can be hurtful to people or harmful to people who actually have a difficult relationship with alcohol. Okay. And I was like, wow. Yeah, like, like you were pumped because you're like, yes, wine. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. But you're, okay, so you're saying like you were kind of making a joke about yes. it. Everyone was, but then yes. some people can take that. Exactly. Yeah. And what it, okay. what it kind of does is it creates this like, this thought that, you know, if you're struggling in parenting or like, oh, you have young kids, it's really hard. Like, let's go drink some wine. And yeah, and that's that is what it was. And I didn't even realize that I was like contributing to that. Yeah, because yeah. I don't have an issue with alcohol. So I was just kind of thinking of it as a joke. Right. And so yeah. since she sent me that message, I, I never made a joke about wine again or drinking. And I was like, I need to get like a specialist on and talk about like alcohol and that's so like wine culture. So interesting. Yeah. And like I drink, I like, I enjoy alcohol. Um, and so does the doctor that I talk to. Um, so it's not like a, all my conversations You're are very, shaming. exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's how I like to have every single conversation is like just open and honest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So all of our listeners know that we love Caitlin Bristow. And it's not just because we're the opening song on her podcast or because she asked us to write a rap for the beginning of her whole tour or because we're best friends in the whole wide world, which she might not know, but we are. Caitlin is also an amazing businesswoman and has amazing companies and amazing products. And we are so excited to say that today's podcast is sponsored by Caitlin Bristow's company, Do Edit. Now, I have to tell you a confession. Caitlin, if you're listening, please do not be offended. But when Kayla started wearing Do Edit scrunchies, I was like, Kayla, you could just make them. Like, you don't have to, like, buy Caitlin Bristow's scrunchies. Like, you could literally just make it or, like, buy them from the dollar store. And then I'm not going to lie, Kayla's hair always looked better than mine. And it bugged me so much. And I remember one day asking her, why does yours always look better than mine? And she's like, because you're wearing dollar store scrunchies. And it's true. For some reason, her hair always looks professional. The scrunchies are stylish. They have a different sort of structure that holds your hair a different way. They even look cool on your wrist. And so I had to admit after that she was right because then I started wearing my do edit scrunchies and I got so many compliments. And I'm not just messing around here. I was like, I'd actually be furious when I got the compliments because I was like, darn it, Kayla was right. And then I became a fan of Caitlin Bristow and now I wear them with pride. So do Edit not only has scrunchies, but like obviously we're obsessed. They have bandanas for dogs and they're cool and stylish. What? This is the best company ever. So make sure to visit doedit.com, which is D-E-W-E-D-I-T.com and get your Do Edit Caitlin Bristow merchandise. You know how those bachelor girls always look so freaking pretty for some reason? Yeah, it's because they wear stuff like this. Anyway, back to the podcast. Do you find that your um, schooling, Dr. Renee, um, helped you um, be a better parent and partner? Like, do you take stuff from your schooling and apply it to your real life or yes or no? One thousand percent. My Ooh. schooling and training 
is so applicable. Like I told you before that I specialize in eating disorders. Right. Which was like my main focus when it came to like research that I had to do for the prerequisites to graduate. It was all eating disorder focused. My supervisor was a psychologist in the eating disorders clinic. Like that was my area. But all my side projects were on things like attachment, um, defense mechanisms, reflective functioning, which are all so applicable to everybody's life. Yeah. So oh, I, I want to like, know these things. I know, especially as a mom. <laughs> yes. You can see that from a young age. Yeah. Right. I did training in these different areas, like really intensive training to where like you go do the training and then you have to code transcripts and like be certified as like a coder for all these different things. Um, and I was like, wow, like this training was life changing. And not only for myself and my relationships and like thinking back on my childhood and how my parents were and now how I treat like my husband and how we communicate, but like just seeing other people and being like, ooh, like, you know, like picking out like when people use certain defense mechanisms and, you know, or like, why did someone behave that way? Or my husband came home and I'm pissed off. Okay, but why am I pissed off? Like actually thinking about, you know, the reason behind things. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. And it's like... Because a lot of the time, I bet you people say like, oh, I research, research, research until you get to real life and then it actually doesn't apply. But that's interesting because it did apply. Oh, yeah. And I actually have a question. I So we found out that you specialize in eating disorders. And I asked you before this, I said, did you have personal experience with an eating disorder? And you said no, mm-hmm. which I also find interesting because you're um, trained in it and you have to deal with people that have eating disorders. So then I'm sure you had to with having no experience with it yourself, you probably really had to analyze what those people were going to through in order to like apply it to the next person and the next person like that. Like, what was that like uh, being specialized in something that you didn't yeah. go through? I, I find that interesting. People you know? always ask like why that area? Yeah. And I am going to be dead ass honest and it's going to sound like a really lame answer. Growing up, I used to watch Dr. Phil And I remember always being just, like, shocked when I would see the episodes where he had people on that were suffering from an eating disorder. Like, you were shocked people go through that. Yes. Because I was not familiar with it at all. I never had anyone in my life that had it, like, that I know of. Yeah. Um, I never had, like, any issues with food. Like, I always talk about how, like, my my parents created such... Like, my relationship with food, like, could not be more healthy and, like, super grateful for that. But then out of high school, I went to uh, play volleyball in Florida in the NCAA. And that was kind of my first experience with, like, people are weird about food. And, like, it's a thing. And, like, they would weigh us. And, like, we weren't allowed to eat certain things. And, yeah, it was just, like, a whole thing. And then and on, you coming from a super like healthy relationship with food, you'd probably be like, what the heck is going on right now? It was very bizarre. Yeah. yeah. And, and Whereas something like that would throw us into a like full insecure mode. Oh, they're weighing us. They're making us. What are we going to do now? We're insecure. Now we're stressed. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And so when I had to look into like a certain area, I was already interested in that area in my undergrad. But then 
to go to grad school, you have to pick a supervisor that specializes in something. And so I only reached out to people that specialized in eating disorders. Because <laughs> of Dr. Phil. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> so it. funny? Like, I watched Dr. Phil and I know what I'm going to yeah. do now. Like. Because my whole thing is like, we need food to live and you're surrounded by food 24-7 and advertisements yeah. and we have access to food like whatever we want, whenever yeah. we want. And so if food is your thing that you struggle with, that is difficult. Like, yeah, that is right. Because yeah. there's so much access to it. It's not like if you're like a heroin addict, you have like a f- 20 stores to go in down the street to get it. Right. Like, and, uh, and, yeah, and you, yeah. you can you can live <laughs> your life without it. Like you can't live yeah. your yeah. life without food. Like, oh, yeah. You, that's also, yeah, true. You have true. to eat it. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was just like fascinated me. That's yeah. very interesting. And then um, once you were in that field, did you notice that there were so you probably had to deal with it both ways. People who were uh, like anorexic, bulimic, but then also on the other side where they had a relationship with food. What's the one called? Binge eating you- disorder. Binge eating. Yeah, exactly. Like so that's mostly what I I dealt with. My supervisor was doing like a big clinical study over the years that I was there. Um, so I was involved in that. I was very like research oriented. So while I did do like interviews and like diagnostic interviews with people, um, I mostly just did research on eating disorders and specifically psychotherapy to treat eating disorders. So like, is it effective? What's effective? Right. That right, kind right. of stuff. Yeah. Can I ask Super you like, nerd stuff. weird specific questions right now? Yeah. I, I'm always weird because I don't know if it's sensitive to talk about. Like, I'm just going to ask and then you tell me if you think. Yeah. With binge eating, is it always paired with bulimia or I'm fully laughing because I'm about to say, or can you binge eat without bulimia? And then I question whether I do it or not. <laughs> well, like, well, wait, this is not funny. It's should not I, funny. Should I get my diagnostic Wait, interview yes. Out? What I'm saying is like... So binge eating means you just eat excessive amounts of food, right? Yeah. And so I'm, I, but but is it mostly paired with bulimia? Like do no. people binge eat and then throw up? No. So some people just eat. So oh, like, somebody. I think that would just be bulimia. So binge eating disorder, oh. there is oh. no um, like over-exercising, um, like purging, like you just laxative eat a lot. use. So like, I yeah. feel like. Not I like. Think, I think for sure. You and I have an uh, an eating disorder. slight eating disorder. With we have a weird relationship with food, but like you may very- not be like a disorder is one thing. You have to meet very specific criteria to be classified yeah, like, as like a quiz you have a disorder. You like a lot of people have disordered eating habits. Okay. There's yeah. Difference. Okay, then that, I think that's what we have. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I, I think we uh, have. I, it. I don't know. No, we, we just, just have this like, obsession. With it's like an food. obsession with it, and then we get like it, because we're like come from a line of like curvy people in our like household. We like like it. You look back at the pictures. We all have the same body type, and it's like we have like shame um, attached to food. So like sometimes mm. I get embarrassed. You know what I do? This is a confession. Like this isn't like funny or anything. And I like you're laughing right now because <laughs> when we get awkward, we full laugh. Just so you know, that's a that's um, a very high functioning defense mechanism. Okay, good. Oh yeah, okay. see, she knows this. She's a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so so like sometimes because I'm a curvy person, if I'm eating something unhealthy in front of somebody else, I get full embarrassed. So I'll be like, they're probably looking at me, being like, yeah, of course she's eating. Okay. Ice cream right now. So one of my best friends is 
fat, living in a large body, all those things. She, uh, she, I always ask her how I should frame it, and she's okay with fat and living I in a large body the, is I, good. I know. I always say curvy, but there's a person that I just did an interview with, and they're like fully bought potty positive, yeah. and they're like, so as a fat person, like, what yeah. do you think? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's very person like, dependent. Like, I know. What, I couldn't what handle, it. Comfortable I couldn't with. handle it. Yeah, but yeah. We always used to have this conversation because I've always been a spaghetti noodle my whole life and she's bigger (laughs) and we would go and eat like in the food court or the mall or something and similar to your thoughts eating she's like I feel like people are looking at me judging me and for me I feel that way if I eat something healthy people are like oh my god like you know like like of course yeah she's probably gonna eat like half of that or alternatively if I'm eating something that's like a big poutine or something in America that's fries with gravy and cheese (laughs) 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 then I I think people are looking at me being like oh is she gonna go throw that up like like that's probably the only meal she's gonna eat today and it's so interesting interesting because we don't even think of that I wouldn't even even ever thought of that yeah like that's cr- and the fact that whatever has made us human beings get to this point yeah. where we have to think the thing you just said the thing i just said is just like yeah don't you wish we could all just chill out but we can't because we have brains and those brains are affected by different things etc cetera, etc cetera. and i find like, it's very like focused on women because my mm, yeah. husband would never have these thoughts and what's really interesting is My mother-in-law, like, would always comment on what I'm eating. Always. So, like, I'm a snacker. I will eat all day. Like, all day eating. And then at dinner time, I'm not really stuffing my face. I'm just having, like, a normal-sized dinner. And I don't usually have seconds because I've been eating all day. Whereas they, like my husband and his family, they barely eat all day. And then they have, like, massive dinner and, like, seconds and, like, eat so much in the evening. And I would always get the comments like, oh, you're not going to have any more. Like, you're not going to have any more. You barely ate anything. Like, da, 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 da. And it's like, why do you have to comment on what I'm eating all the time? All time. And like, yeah. then I guarantee this is the, I guarantee if you were a bigger person, they yeah. wouldn't be like, why aren't you going for seconds? Why aren't you yeah. doing this? Well, They're yeah. just saying it because you're small. Yeah. So That's they're what she's just saying. A hundred percent. Yes. And I'm also agreeing and just adding to the conversation because this is a podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what, no, but I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, obviously they're not going to say it to the bigger person because the because they're bigger. Yeah. Like well, if I, I say, whoa, there's a bug. Buggy <laughs> uh, Um, Like, do you know what I'm saying? Because th- that person's being judgy of her for being thin. Okay. So yeah, yeah. let's just sit in silence and let. No. Okay. <laughs> Can I say something regarding, oh God, we're in a fight in front of a guest. Like how embarrassing. Um, Can I say something regarding like the female to male thing? So the person that I was actually just speaking of that I had that interview with was a male. And they were talking about how um, because it's so female based and it's a a lot of the times females are discussed in like that whole like side of things that he feels as Mm. if he can't express his feelings um, because it, it... like it's not as common for men to say like I feel insecure about mm-hmm. my body or I feel like I have an eating disorder or I you know what I mean so he yeah but I don't think uh, there's not as much pressure on men I feel well like. in his it depends on the field like he was an actor like he's an actor yeah. and he's a he's a plus size male it's for sure I think more common in women though a hundred percent well as a doctor of the study of whatever is that what you've studied she or? said that already so eating I'm disorders are more common in women but at yeah. the same time it's like are they binge eating disorder is the most common eating disorder in women and in men. Right. But it's like 
men still have them, but are they going to get help and are we able to collect those statistics? Yeah, that's, that's yes. true too. That's what the, the guy was saying. Yeah. He was like, I've never reached out because it's like weird to say. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. if if you found out that our partners, like our boyfriends, had an eating disorder, you'd be like, whoa. Like, that, yeah. that would be more uncommon. For sure. But it is more common than we think, right? Yeah. A lot of the times in the gay community as well, a lot of gay men have massive eating disorders because there's like a certain way that you're supposed to look as yeah. a gay man you're either that like you're either a twink or a bear or like all these different things and like the like body like dysmorphia and stuff is very common in the in the gay world as well and like i don't know it's it's very interesting it's just sucks that like we have to figure that have to try to figure that out in our brains mm-hmm. but it, we go day by day right yeah <laughs> I'm like, you're a doctor. You got to tell us. What do we do? We just go day by day. Oh, my God. It's 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 hard. And yeah, that's I always talk about now because I was saying like my parents, I never had any issues with food. And so now I'm very aware of how I treat food and like interact with Milo when it comes to like mealtimes and snacks and stuff like that, because I want him to be the same way right and my parents it's not like they intentionally were like we're gonna raise children that have a great relationship with food like they had no (laughs) fucking idea what they were doing they just you know it just ended up being that way but genetically we're also very very tall and thin kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how tall are you i have no to me you looked like you were short oh i'm 511 oh crazy sitting in your seat right now because i haven't seen you stand up i thought you were five two maybe would you have said that, uh, Kayla? Yeah, 5'11". Five five wow. You're 5'11". You're, you're taller than me. Guys, I'm 5'8". And I, I played like... volleyball in the NCAA. Oh, yeah, you played volleyball. <laughs> Did you play basketball? In high school, yeah. You're 5'11". Yeah. That's my dream so height. Jealous, I've yeah. always wanted to be 5'11". I'm 5'8". And I've always wanted to say I'm 5'11". That's like, pretty you're just, tall, you're though. You're almost six feet. I know, but that's so cool. Five eight's like I thought I was like the average, but I'm not. I I no, realize you're now tall, I'm taller yeah. tall. than average. You're yeah, the yeah, average, yeah. Kelly. You're five four, right? Basic B. Basic B. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna like totally change subjects and kind of go back to like the mom thing. I want to know what is your what is something that you have found so crazy becoming a mom because your son's only three so what is something that is like has been the best thing being a mom and what is something that has really shocked you being a mom so so you're saying like something you didn't expect something you thought you maybe knew but you didn't so the best thing is that my husband and I are his safe space like that melts my heart like it's the yeah I love that like the fact that we comfort him and he goes to us for comfort and like if we're there like he's able to go out and explore and like play and he's not shy around other people like the other like a couple weeks ago we were up at my parents property and he like has never met my uncle as a toddler that knows what's going on like he was a (laughs) little tiny baby never met my uncle before and like my uncle just like walked up and he was like hey and he was like hey, you want to go count, like, the the flowers over here and just, like, not yeah. shy? Oh, I like, love that he's confident like that. Like, he's I love so, that. Like, and that's very rare in little kids. So yeah. I am super proud of that. And, yeah, the fact that we're, like, he feels so safe and secure with us and that my oh, husband yeah. and I, like, we have a good, 
like we're like a really good team. Like parenting is so fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just so happy that we just kind of you know, like it works. Like you like figured well. it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. we're like this like machine that like we each take care of different things and like we can that's awesome. rely on each other. And yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. What I wasn't expecting <laughs> was to not want visitors after having Milo because yeah. that like that never crossed my mind. I was expecting to have like a revolving door of people coming over and visiting the baby. Yeah. And I did not want people in my house for like weeks, except my mom. Is that really? the same as you? No, I, so the plan for me was that my mom was going to sleep over <laughs> because I was just terrified. Yeah. And I, I, my first, like it was not planned. It was like a whoopsie daisy kind of thing <laughs> and i was like you have to sleep over even though chris and i are fully there i needed my mom to sleep Did over sleep over no because then i had monroe and i just held him and it just you just you know the feeling it's like this little thing is yours and you love them more than you anything felt like in the you world knew what to do. and i just knew what to do and i didn't need my mom sleeping over Whoa. anymore so i told her i was like i don't need you to sleep over like she was planning on being there for a week and like whatever but i my family is very we're a very weird family. We're very, very close. And so my, um, like my family freaking, I, I remember at one point I was like, I don't even think I've held my baby like in a full day. Like, like I missed him and I only knew him for a day. But no, that is interesting because my friend just had a baby and she said the exact same thing as you. Like she thought it was going to be a revolving it's door. So and I met her baby once. Minute. and I yeah. It's so, so, so common. Like, I had my mom there. Like, she was super helpful. It's like, if I can't just pull my top down and start breastfeeding or, like, hook (laughs) up a pump to my boobs or, like, fart in front of you or go take a nap and just leave you alone in my living room, then I don't want you over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just back off. You know what I found the most shocking? Like, I was just thinking of this right now. I, I And I feel like this is obvious but not obvious how like little sleep you get forever oh, like yeah. it's a real thing like it is just now you become I just obsessed have to accept that i just only get six to seven hours of sleep like that's just i that is what my life is now and now i'm used to it and i'm totally fine really with it like and, you're not oh yeah like i'm up so at tired <laughs> but at first i was like holy crap like i literally just can't sleep anymore like yeah. this is insane and that that's i think what i don't know why i think it's like obvious when you're pregnant and having baby everyone's like oh i'm gonna miss my sleep or whatever but like you don't realize like how like when i much of have kids i'm gonna have to change my whole life because whole oh yeah because life. i i go to bed at like three in the morning insane. and then i sleep until like 10 no. 11 12 if i want like no, that is it, it's that's what shocked me the most. That was the biggest change for yeah. me. And you become just, obsessed with sleep because it's not in your control anymore. That's see, but my do you, so do you go to bed like early and like get a good sleep? Because I, I go, don't go up to, bed to my early. bed. Well, we already discussed this that we don't sleep with our Oh yeah, yeah. We don't oh, sleep right. with others. our partners. Yeah, yeah. No, right. Fuck do that. you not sleep with him because he snores or just because he, he you're okay. just like I can't sleep with you? So there's a few reasons. I go to bed earlier than him, so I don't want okay. him coming in an hour after I've already fallen asleep yep. and wake me up. That's annoying. His alarm in the morning to get up for work, like, I oh, will fucking so murder you. And yeah. it, his alarm is like, <laughs> like oh, he has an intense terrible. one. I don't want to hear that. He sleeps with the dogs because 
I care so much about my sleep now. I don't want to sleep with the dogs. They get up, okay. they fucking tap dance around the room. Like, I don't <laughs> want that. Oh and my he breathes too heavy. So Yeah. He <laughs> breathes too heavy. And it w- did you, because I know we discussed this before, but um, when you guys first made that decision, were you did you feel like super guilty and that you, like, this is terrible that we're not sleeping together? Or were you no. just like, this is great? No. She's too calm. She, yeah. knows, no. she just knew it was the right choice. I, yeah. like... Yeah, we have slept like that forever. I made a TikTok about it, like talking about it and wrote a post on Instagram and literally like hundreds of comments like me too, me too. We haven't slept together for years. It's the best thing we ever did. And I'm like, oh, see, I'm not the only one. Like, so you guys were talking about this earlier and I didn't want to be like, me too. But like it (laughs) it is me too. Like I also, but it's recent. So Mark and I have slept together forever. We don't don't even have kids. And he started snoring and just ruining my life. The worst. And then I said, Kayla, I have to sleep in the same bed because I feel like our relationship will be like ruined if not. And then he, now he sleeps in another bed. I'm having the best sleeps of my life. It's the best. And I sleep with my dog and we cuddle and she doesn't move or tap dance around the room because she's perfect yeah and, it's, and she likes to love sleeping in she loves sleeping in. and i so, also yeah. i go up to bed earlier so i get a good like hour hour and a half of pure alone time like yeah. reading my book watching housewives in the dark okay. yeah, zero yeah, yeah, yeah. stimulation what time like, do you go to bed i probably fall asleep around 10 30 11 Okay, that's the same time okay. as you know. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, but I don't do that like relaxing thing. Like to me, I'm go, go, go nonstop in my life. So when the kids go to bed, I'm like, okay, now I got to get my shows in. Now, like I want like <laughs> me time and I think it's fun to be up. And I'm like, I don't want to just like go sit in bed. Like oh. I feel like my night's over when I do that. You know what I mean? But I do need to start doing that and relaxing because relax, yeah. my brain needs to like yeah, shut see, down. Yeah, see, I need I'm- to, if I don't do that, if I don't go sit in a dark room and like read or something, I know I sound like a crazy person. Yeah, I need but like, crazy. <laughs> if, if I don't do that, I will be posting on social media, doing stories, yeah, answering yeah. DMs. And like, I've done that all fucking day and I yeah. just want to turn off my brain. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So when um, you're, when Milo goes to daycare, are you, uh, he's going to daycare and then you get that time to work your yeah. self-employed life, right? Yeah, that's, that's another awesome. thing too. Kayla, we have to be easier on ourselves. Let's get daycare. <laughs> We got to get quit my job, quit your job. We have to hire so many, like a team. Yeah. Don't worry. It's fine. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Totally switching gears here now. Okay. We want to play a quick game with you. Okay. Okay. We'll do a really, really quick question game. Yeah. Or the fear one. The grocery store one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because, but people think I'm like, like when you, when I ask She you asked question, me this question because she knows like I'm psycho. So obviously you're giving yeah, off but the I'm, same vibes. No, but I'm just like curious. Okay. So, okay. So the game we're going to play, we actually haven't played this in a while. We used to no, play yeah. it like every episode, but we haven't played this in a while. It's my favorite game ever that I feel as if I invented called How Much Money For. So I'm going to ask you a question and say like, how much money would it take for you to do this? So okay. a magic person is going to pay you whatever amount you want but it's the minimum like the because obviously you can be like a hundred billion thousand okay. like whatever but it's the minimum like you'd amount, be like the lowest I, amount like i would do that for a thousand bucks or like okay. whatever right so we just like how much money for this okay so so milo is three okay you okay the 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 task is that you're in a costco okay and it's like bit really busy and you have to leave him for him to think that he's lost. This for, is sick. For 
15 minutes but he is not gonna get hurt he is not gonna get abducted nothing oh wrong God. is gonna Only happen to 15. him you gave me like a friggin hour i'm giving her 15 okay. to start and <laughs> so he's in there and he thinks you guys are gone and he does not know what he's to like do. running around looking he's for looking you guys. for you he's but you cannot out. save him for 15 minutes 15 how much minutes. money oh how much God. money would it take for you to accept this task if a magic person had uh, money I would say <laughs> probably 15,000. 15,000. That is, that, Kayla, Kayla said like t- 30 million or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. She gave me like an hour and you kept adding like okay. sick things onto it. For 15 minutes, Leo is by himself. I said Leo because he's the five year old. 15. 15 minutes, he's by himself. And 10K. And like 10,000? Yeah. But he, to be, be honest, fine. like we don't know that they're even going to care. Like Milo could pick up a toy and start like that's true playing and I'll like do it for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is true, and I feel like Milo at his age. See, my kids for sure would know. They're like mm. obsessed and like if they okay, lose me for okay, a I'm second, adding something. Okay. I'm adding something. So, this is what she does. Okay, so 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 this um person comes up to him and he's like, "Where's your mommy and daddy, little boy?" No, 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 no. He goes, "Where's your mommy and daddy, little boy?" And then he goes, "I don't know." And then that person disappears. But Stacey. now it's now it's put in his head. So what, what I'm trying to do is that it's put in his head that he's lost. You're trying to just he can't he can't play with the toy and be fine. He for is in full minutes. panic mode. He's in panic mode and he's crying. For 15 He's crying oh, now. God, now sad. he's crying. And yeah. he's vomiting. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's smacked his head, but he's not going to bleed out. He's not going to bleed out too much to die. No, no, no. No, just the fact that he does know. You know he's in pure fear for 15 minutes. He's in fear. You I do would it for 15. say, yeah, 15,000. <laughs> she didn't change it. No, she's like, he could be playing with the story. I'm like, no, yeah. he's not. She's like, yeah, still 15. <laughs> yeah, still 15. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask fine. my husband this because I'm curious what my husband would say. Yeah, because I, I remember, Kayla, the first time that I asked you this, you said like, oh, it would. I think it would change them for the rest of their life. They'd be traumatized. Stacy, Enough to pay for therapy and go shopping. was completely different and morbid. What did I say? Yours was like they're locked in. You can't be further away from your mic. Oh, that I don't love them. Oh, yeah, that was the other one. That was mine. You have to say, stand in a room for like two minutes and be like, Monroe, I do not love you. I do not want to be around you. I I never want to see you And he's like, I know you're joking, mommy. And she's like, I'm not joking. No, I'm not. I don't love you. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's hard. How much? How much? You have to say, Milo's like, I love you, mommy. You're like, I don't love you. And I'm Honestly, not joking. Honestly, though, like Milo, I don't know if that would work. Because sometimes I'm like, do you love mommy? And he's like, no. Like, I don't think he gets Monroe it. went through this phase of being like, I don't know if I love you. And I'm like, okay, Monroe. <laughs> and he's like, tell me what love means. And then I would explain to him. And he's like, but I don't know if I feel that way about you. He and was now, so mean. He used he, to never tell us he, he loved now us. is like, uh, loves, he loves like, us so expresses much. his love all the time. Okay. So Milo will get yeah, over Yeah, he's that. three. And I feel like Milo, I don't know Milo, but I feel like he's chill. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not too affected that you don't love me right now because you probably will soon. Kind yeah. Of like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Milo's chill just like his mom. Like, they're yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a great answer. Fifteen thousand. I could yeah, probably it's like a ar- solid amount. I could arrange this. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you guys I doing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get the thirty million for Kayla, but I might be able to scrap together some fifteen. Imagine that as like a game show, though, and like there's cameras in the store, and like we watch the kids freak out, like as the money racks up. Um, 
Okay, so that was our how much money for game. You can play this with so many questions. Like literally, all you have to do is like be like a little bit psycho and morbid in your yeah. head and ask. And I usually ask like if so, like okay, let's just do this one. What is your biggest fear? Kayla's is sharks. Mine are bees. Some people are heights. Claustrophobia. Oh my God. What's your biggest? You don't know this immediately. She's too chill. I hate you're like, you're not scared spiders. Of I really don't like spiders. You really hate spiders? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> I've done this one before on a past guest. We'll compare your answers. You have to lay in a coffin that is closed with all the, so many spiders ranging from small to large. You are allowed to cover your like eyes or... But you have to breathe somehow. So you have to choose to like cover your mouth or your nose, like something, but like you have to breathe. So if you want to like cover something, you can. But, but can you, you put la- like a sh- like a screen? Hmm. Do I want to give you the screen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can put a screen over your mouth, but you can't put one over your nose. Okay. But I can plug my nose. She's thinking, she's thinking good here. Okay, fine. Sure. We'll give it to you. I'm still totally like grossed out though. But, but money, so you're in a coffin, you're in a coffin and you have to lay with it shut for 30 minutes with so many the spiders. The most amount of spiders. Crawling all over your body. They could bite you. You're not going to die, but they could bite they you. They could really hurt, hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> How much money would you do it for? <laughs> oh my God. It's hard. She's like, guys. <laughs> Because I'm literally, it's, like, I'm sweating because I'm literally, like, putting myself in this position. Like, okay, Renee, you're going to do it. Right? Like, how much? <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy because it's like, just do the fucking half hour. Just do it. You're not going to die, And then get the money, right? you freaking idiot. Like, I God. know, but you're just so mad at herself. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, th- like, mine is bees. I don't, like, I feel like I physically couldn't do it. Like, I would die before it. You know. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't think know. I if it was the bee thing and I had to be in the coffin, I think I would do it for like and they I think could I would sting you five. Like, yeah. But you can't die. Like it's not like a Macaulay Culkin thing. Like you <laughs> it would be like I think I would pick like five million dollars though. Mm. I don't think I would do it for less. But imagine you just go through that thirty minutes and now you have And now you have a million dollars or fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I can't Shit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if the money was in front of me, it would be different. I don't know. Can you take drugs? No, you can't take drugs. This has been a question before. You cannot take drugs. Because that is a... I would just get high. <laughs> I wonder if, like, you would just black out because of trauma. Like, it's a fear. That's yeah. what I said about my shark one. You hope for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh then, Kayla, you'd God. be afraid that it would bite you. I think I would say, like, 500,000. Like, but 15 for the Costco thing. Yeah. <laughs> and to oh, traumatize your child. Do you yeah. know how many psychologists I know? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, you're, they'd be fine. Yeah. Okay, 500,000. Okay, so 400,000 you wouldn't do it for? Oh. <laughs> I've never seen someone take this question more seriously in my life. Her eyes are the most sneaky. Like, she can't stop smiling. It's so funny. You need to ask your husband both of these questions when we're yeah, done. Yeah, I'm going to let you guys know what he says because it's okay, so yeah. interesting. 
I know. It's the. I'm going to so stick fun. with 500. Okay, 500. All right, solid answer. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we've been talking for so many hours. I'm sure you are sick of us by now. Um, <laughs> um, we want to know just one more thing before we go. Um, we asked you just at the begin- beginning of the podcast if you had a confession, and you said you had like a quick one about yeah. your son, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we want to hear it because you're just too chill and perfect. Just tell us something. Just I tell it to us. I still think about this because. Because I'm like, Renee, you did that. You're such a fucking tool. Okay, so (laughs) I was at my parents' property, which is they just built a new house on this lake up north. I'm from Sudbury, so like up there. Nice. And we went there for like a week and he was he has his own bedroom there and like he's usually really good at bedtimes. We do his routine. He goes to bed. It's fine. And we were having a great time. And then one night he decided to put up a fight for bedtime. And if there's one time of day where I don't fuck around it's bedtime because <laughs> yeah, it's like sleep. I have this expectation that you are going to go to bed at this time and I can have my alone time yeah yeah <laughs> and when that doesn't materialize I get real pissed so I'm like trying to keep it together trying to keep it together like internally I'm raging but my outward behavior is never you know, like, I don't want to make it worse or, like, get yeah, him all yeah. riled up. So I'm trying to stay super <laughs> calm. And so my whole thing is, like, once we're in your bedroom for you to go to bed, you're not leaving the room. Like, you're not leaving the room. Like, I can go get you something, whatever. But what he was doing is, like, he was trying to, like, come with me out the door. And I'm like, no, no, no. You have to stay in your room. You have to stay in your room. And, like, we were going back and forth for a little while. And, like, I had left the room a couple times and he was, like, crying and upset. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he's doing the same thing. He's like, no, no. And like trying to come with me out of the room. And I don't know what came over me. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. So like I'm standing there and I'm like, you don't even know what to do at this point. You're just like this little person is like running my life. And I controlling you. I guess I do not have control of the situation. And that's where rage starts to kick in because you're out. You don't have control (laughs) and it's so frustrating and you don't know what to do. So he's standing there trying to follow me out and he's in his little fucking pajamas and standing and there's a nightlight behind him. And I literally just like pushed him (laughs) with my fingers like (laughs) because I had to get out the door. (laughs) So you had to do like a quick move, like a push, get out. So I literally was like, like trying to distract, like, yeah, like. And he fell on his butt and I felt so bad. And like, I like just fucking booted it out of the room and closed the door. And I told my mom what I did. My mom was waiting on the couch. And I'm like, mom, you know what I just did? And she's like, oh my God. And you pushed her. Like, but the funniest so thing is funny. it wasn't even like a like a violent push. Like she she was, was showing like, us on the camera like the tiniest little like finger push. You were just like, get, had no control that you're like, I just have to push him. Like a little stumble back for me to quickly get out. It's like, it's like you're in, like I picture like, you know, the movies where it's like, okay, I need to do something. And I need to do something quick and get out of this room. <laughs> and it's like, that was my only option. Just push the kid. Just push him. <laughs> That's so funny. He was probably oh in Did he shock. start crying when you did it? Oh, he was pissed. No, he was like ragey. And then I'm like, I oh, went back in hilarious. and like eventually it was fine. But I was just like, oh my God, that one time I pushed him just so I could get out the door. Like, 
And yes, I have a PhD in psychology. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most childish thing. It's so funny. It just shows oh, like that hilarious. people are real people. <laughs> you can be as yeah. immature as that. Like that's oh, so funny. That is awesome. Oh my god. Well, that was a great confession. Yeah, and you that. are so easy to talk to. Like we literally do not know who the heck you are. Yeah. And I feel like we just had like the greatest conversation. We've been talking for like over two I know, hours now. I know. It's crazy. Oh it's awesome. So, okay, can you tell everybody where they can listen to your podcast and find you on social media, t- the TikToks, etc.? Yes. yes. So the podcast is called The Mom Room Podcast, and it's on all the different platforms. My social media is Renee Rena with the little underscore thing on both TikTok and on Instagram. And then the podcast Instagram account is just at The Mom Room Podcast. Nice. That's Amazing. awesome. You would be so fun to listen to. Like, I love how you tell stories. So <laughs> Thanks, thank guys. you for talking to us. Yeah, thank, thank you, thank for you me. so much. I can't wait to be on your podcast. I can't wait to show our fans and have them meet you. So awesome. it worked out great. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Cause we love them what we do without a doubt. So we wanna thank you for taking the time. Oh, so here we go. Go, we bustin', we bustin' around more. This is our podcast, we're here to stay. My name is Kayla, this is Stacy K. Okay, that, uh. I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there. Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind, we're not doing the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. Hey ho. Uh.